there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. What's up, guys? Welcome to Alluring, our folklore podcast where we tell you the sightings and legends of different lore from around the world. And Ryan, well, we have we have a few new people, so we just want to let you guys know that we do this lovely little thing at the beginning of our episodes where we say, hey, what did you find Alluring this week? So it's just what kind of major yeah. day? So Ryan... What did you find this <laughs> This isn't actually my alluring thing, but okay. I want you to know I forgot to pull up my uh, like episode layout thing because I I just forgot and I did that all off the top of my head. <laughs> I had to pull it up and I just say my name and yours. <laughs> I finally did it, <laughs> guys. I'm a I'm a podcaster now. <laughs> Clap it out. Round of applause now. <laughs> That's an alluring um, thing, too. But Yeah. yeah what's I your so. alluring, alluring thing? Uh, yeah, my alluring thing is we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. So I got a big old four-day weekend coming up. Got family coming into town. Um, I got my booster shot. Because we got Woo. some, because uh, I got some high risk people that I love, uh, so I'm very vaccinated right now. So it's gonna be a really <laughs> good holiday, I think. You, you got your shots. You got your food. That's yeah, I'm set. I'm set to 2022. <laughs> That's amazing. No tur- turkey day is almost upon yeah. us, and it will be glorious. Are you hanging out with family and friends? Yeah, I got uh, some aunts and uncles in town, and then my grandparents are coming over, so cool. it's going to be a whole shindig, then Friendsgiving after, so I got I got a long weekend coming. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> you're ready, you gotta get out of <laughs> those sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be doing nothing but cooking for the next three days, but it'll be good. Hell yeah, that's a good one. That's a good uh, one. So what did, what did you find alluring this week? Well, you stole mine because I was going to be like, Turkey Day is upon us. It's <laughs> okay. You can be excited about that, too. Man, I'm excited about Turkey Day. I, I'm pretty happy. Like, we're kind of keeping it low-key this year where we're just yeah. chilling 
just like Edgar and I, we, we may see like if we have like friends that want to do like a last minute thing because that's how we work. Because if I haven't planned something three months out, then yeah, it ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, so, but we did get a bunch of like good, like a bunch of goodies. We went to Trader Joe's and they had like so many like vegetarian fall dishes. And I was like, excuse me? So I got like a cranberry stuffing and like a cauliflower like veggie mix i don't know it's just like all seems so magical and i was like oh i was like this this is a great time in my life to be in my (laughs) mid-20s shopping in trader joe's with my boyfriend to get vegetarian food i've done it (laughs) 13 year old me would be like you did it kimmy you did it (laughs) oh But no, so that's my alluring thing. And it'll be nice because it will be peaceful and it'll be kind of quiet and chill. You know, what's not quiet at all is our story this week. Oh my god. Is that a transition? (laughs) Let's get it. If you are anything like me, and you hate the sound of air raid sirens, then this week's lore may not be for you. Whether you are deep in the woods or drinking a cup of coffee in a foggy city, if you hear the sounds of sirens that make your skin crawl, you better run. If you are unlucky, you'll run into a humanoid siren pool creature that is known for its horrifying sound and its cruel hunting nature. This week, we will be discussing the terrifying siren head. This urban legend was created by the artist Trevor Henderson and has found its way into the creepiest corners of the internet along with good old Slenderman. So it can be found just about anywhere, but is most commonly spotted in rural town areas or thick forests. Ooh. And it's Jesus candle time because I don't like this. Oh, I did not like that. I like... I said that, and my light, my little lighter went out for no reason. Uh oh. Oh my goodness. Did you, did you hear air raid? Oh stop. Sounds. Oh stop. Oh got it. Oh stop. I hate this one. It's so spooky. So we're all lit. One day I'll put a tutorial of how to make a a Lorraine Jesus candle for all my my non-Catholics, which is all good. Believe what you believe. All right. So, characteristics. Physical appearance. Siren head, sometimes called lamp head, is a tall, mysterious humanoid creature with an odd appearance. Standing at around 40 feet tall. So, if you're wondering how tall that is, you know a school bus? A big yellow school bus? Mm -hmm. It is a little bit longer than that. Oh, my goodness. He a tall boy. <laughs> He's tall. <laughs> and he makes Slenderman look like a small boy. Yes, a thousand percent. <laughs> He's like the one that puts six foot on his Tinder profile, mm-hmm. and Slenderman is like the one that puts five nine on his profile. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, ladies, if your man ain't forty feet tall, what you doing? <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
if you don't break your neck looking up at him, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> so, on top of being super tall, this creature has a near skeleton frame covered with dried human flesh the color of rustic metal. <laughs> it has disproportionately long and thin limbs, and its arms have large, bony hands. So, it's just like a skeleton with skin. Yeah, 40 foot tall skeleton. It's like, it's like the Halloween decoration that was famous on TikTok this year. The giant skeleton man. Oh my gosh, wasn't he famous last... He yeah, I, has... think, I think it comes around every year. Every year, we see the god of the skeleton at 40 feet hover <laughs> above us, and we know where we belong. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, the, so the neck and head of this creature consist of a thin, fleshy pool with two sirens attached to it. There are multiple black wires that wrap around its neck and its shoulders. The sirens that represent its face are metal and can swivel around the head like an owl, which... If you don't know, owls' heads are like, you know how they look like they turn around? Like they just like, you would think it's like a doll where it just like, it's just the head that turns. But actually owls have really long necks. So when the head turns, they're like twisting the neck. So that's what I think is like happening here. He like has to like twist his neck for the sirens to move. Which is a thousand times worse. So, (laughs) and um, unlike an owl, though, it doesn't possess any eyes, ears, or nose, but it can still sense others around it due to vibrations, like a bat. Um, So, some lore describes the sirens to appear as a mouth with no lips, many teeth, and a snake-like tongue. With these sirens, it emits various sounds that echo out of its head, and when it gets close enough, it will use them to devour its victims. (laughs) (laughs) And if the appearance was horrifying enough, this creature moves like a silent stop-motion film. It has the ability to cling to ceilings and bend into the walls and stay motionless for days at a time. (sighs) So... Now that you know what he looks like, what do you think his personality is like, Ryan? He's probably a pretty chill guy. Like he's just out like playing music for people. <laughs> oh, oh! I wish, I wish he was a chill, gentle soul. <laughs> Siren is an aggressive predator with a hunger that never seems satisfied. One of the most dangerous things about this is all the different qualities it possesses, especially its ability to manipulate sound. So, one, it can mimic the sound of voices it hears. This is referred to as, of course, mimicry. So, if you get lost in the woods and you hear what sounds like your friend calling from a distance, chances are it's really Siren Head luring you away from safety. (laughs) Other sounds... It produces consists of news broadcasts, human conversations, human screens, and sirens. It also has the ability to let out a sound that will pierce and burst the eardrums and soft tissue, causing the victim that hears it to die. Which, I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know if it's a thing. I don't want to believe it is a thing. 
but it's supposed to be a thing. So, yeah, I just don't like that. It's just like, you know, when you go a little too hard with the Q-tip in the ear, and you're just like, ah, like, yeah. <laughs> I can't handle that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, sh-. yeah, you get like the little tear and you don't want to touch your oh, ears. Just you thinking have, about that. You have to sleep on the other side of the Let's door. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> well, it gets even better. So, Ryan, because I found this lovely sound of what Siren Head sounds like, <laughs> I want to share it with you. So, if you oh, click on <laughs> this next lovely slide, oh, boy. If you click oh. play. that sound before like in videos and stuff i didn't realize it was a siren head thing yeah it's that's supposed to be siren the sound of siren head (laughs) and i hate it so much yeah it's like creepy post-apocalyptic and it's disturbing and you're welcome so (laughs) but hey after i told you that uncomfortable thing about eardrums and made you listen to that terrifying thing, yeah. I want you to know, don't worry. Because if you stumble upon the sleeping siren head, all you'll hear it admit is white noise, which is just him talking in his sleep. It's kind of cute. <laughs> which is kind of cute, isn't it? Just... Yeah. Aww. A little 40-foot demon whispering. Aww. And so that's a kind of positive you can take from it. But on top of its ability to manipulate sound, Siren Head is also a great hunter that uses many other techniques to catch his prey. Sorry. Uses many other techniques to catch his prey. Sorry. (laughs) Great hunter. God. Sometimes it creeps out. It just like sleeps, creeps out. It's like, hunter. I'm like, ah, this is a little too country for me. Okay, so some of the hunting techniques it possesses consist of confusing and disorienting its prey, superhuman speed, superhuman strength, stalking, shape-shifting, and the ability to camouflage within a forest and hide in plain sight. Even more terrifying, it is said that he uses the ability to camouflage into his surroundings to hide from creatures more cruel. So that means there's apparently something out there that is worse. Yeah, what's it hiding from? (laughs) And while researching this and being absolutely terrified, I was like, let's think of the positives. I was like, maybe it's like a punk rock teenager running around with an electric (laughs) guitar and an amp. And he looks like Sid from Toy Story. (laughs) And he's just (laughs) fucking with him. Yeah. Because that brings me comfort. And he has to have like a 90s mohawk. Because oh, it's the only way it feels right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the, that 
couldn't be a thing, but I like to pretend it is for comfort. So Siren Head is extremely stealthy and uses the ability of shape-shifting to transform its head into actual sirens and street lamps. It's also been rumored that it has the ability to disguise itself as a piece of home furniture or pipes. All these different abilities make it dangerous predator, but being one of his victims is even worse. <laughs> so, once a victim is captured, <laughs> he will block out the screams and devour the victims with his own sounds, ensuring there is no chance that anyone will be able to hear and help them. In worst cases, it will even remove the organs of an individual one by one. Uh, this cruel creature hunts to eat, and it's rumored it just kills for sport because it enjoys hunting. Cool. Sorry, I really hate that part, so I just... <laughs> that's unusual for these, like, folklore creatures. It's just, it just likes killing people. No reason. Yeah. No, it's just pure chaos. It's like one of those really creepy animes you see, like, late at night. You're like, I shouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like... I don't... It makes me so uncomfortable. Ah, anyway, so... So now that you know what it looks like, um, from this point forward, I'm going to tell you all about the history the internet has created for this spooky creature. Because it is an internet urban legend. So, I don't know. People on the internet get dark with cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> like, woo! Like, there's some spookity things there <laughs> so without further ado with very little history about siren head it is safe to assume that this creature has the ability to evolve over time there have been reports of ancient cave paintings in north america that show a battle between a lamp head like creature and humans this creature resembles siren head but lacks few similar features this may be because of its ability to shapeshift and adapt to its new environments over time. It's suggested that Siren Head changes its appearance depending on the era it is part of to blend in more easily. But it isn't always perfect, which is why it appears to be slightly outdated. So the Siren Head appearance everyone knows today may not be its actual form. And on top of that, it's important to know that there isn't just one Siren Head. Nope, this absolute nightmare fuel has been rumored to have family and friends of its same species. And when a group of them get together, it's referred to as static. <laughs> but, but knowing all about this entity, you're probably wondering, can I defeat it? I was wondering that, yes. <laughs> well, that makes two of us. <laughs> because... I could find jack shit on how to protect against it. Oh, no. <laughs> that is not good news. <laughs> and apparently my whole punk rock theory went down the drain because it isn't affected by an EMP since it's an organic Jeez. being and not man-made. <laughs> Nuke it. What? That, that went in doubt. <laughs> if an EMP isn't going to work. Nuke it. Yep. Pull a fallout. Yep. Just nuke it. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do, you know? <laughs> well, guess what? There is hope. Oh, good. Actually. Oops. So if you click the next slide. Oh, no. Unless you want to listen <laughs> no, to that I nightmare don't. feel again. <laughs> oh, so this. This terrifying image. <laughs> this internet. The internet urban legend. 
also designed by Trevor, which goes by the name of Longhorse, is one of the Siren Head's greatest enemies. So like Siren Head, the Longhorse has been found in cave paintings with humans, but instead of attacking them, it protects them, like a horse would protect its rider. So the Longhorse sees hope in humanity and wishes to protect humans. It warns people of natural disasters by cracking the bones of its neck and healing those near it. And, like a horse, it even loves getting a sweet apple as an offering. So, the two have been at war against each other since ancient times and continue bump heads till this day. But, I absolutely love (laughs) that there is a creature just as disturbing that likes to protect the people. Yeah, so, so you kind of lost me on the whole, like, it cracks its neck to heal people, but you brought me back with the magic apples. So. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just gets a little tension, but it has, so you can kind of see in the picture, but it yeah. just has, like, a super long neck, it's and that's how, like, it will... Bone. Yeah, and it will, like, wrap around groups of people to, oh. like, keep them safe oh. kind of thing. So I think that's pretty... It's pretty comforting to know there's a little bit of hope in this <laughs> terrifying, terrifying darkness. Yeah. So, but final thing, um, this unsettling urban legend has left such a major impression. It has become quite big in the spooky gaming world. There's even a game called Siren Head that gives you the opportunity to run in with good old Siren Head. So that means... We are probably going to play it on Patreon for one of our Liquor and Lore episodes. I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Which means Ryan is going to play it while I sit back and drink and tell him, why can't you see this obvious puzzle when it completely makes sense why he can't see it? Because he's gaming and I'm just backseat driving. (laughs) Which means Ryan's going to play it on one of backseat drive with wine in my hand. That's what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe to Patreon. Subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> and that's the history I could find on Siren Head, which is just mostly how he hunts and how awful he is. Yeah. Uh... Alright, well, uh-huh. I hated everything about that. Um, the stories the stories lined up with how terrible it is. Uh, we'll get to those oh, stories after, uh, after these messages. Sound the radio. Trying to get a non-blurry photo of Bigfoot isn't easy. It takes hours of researching, mapping its location, and tracking the cryptid down. So when you do finally get that crisp picture of Bigfoot, you'll want to frame it for all the world to see. And what better way to frame it than by heading over to FrameBridge. FrameBridge has a wonderful selection of custom frames to pick from, and it's so easy to work with. All you have to do is pick a custom frame, upload or mail your artwork using their free prepaid mailer, and your frame is then built and sent right to your doorstep. And let's just say while getting this photo of Bigfoot, you stumble upon a piece of bark with his claw marks on it. Well, with FrameBridge, you can send it in and get that framed as well. They easily frame 3D objects from an embroidered gift to your favorite alluring podcast tee, or even an award for getting the first non-blurry photo of Bigfoot. From pictures to 3D objects, they got you covered. 
And one of my absolute favorite features from Framebridge is the gallery wall creator. Simply upload a collection of your own photos and customize one of their many expertly designed layouts in just a few minutes. They will then send you the framed artwork, hardware, and a life-sized hanging guide. So what are you waiting for? Go to our website, alluring.com sponsors and click on the Framebridge banner today. Again, go to our website, alluring.com sponsors and click on the Framebridge banner and get framing today. All right. Hi. Welcome back, everybody. Um, there's not a lot of stories of Siren Head because nobody makes it out alive tell the story but the few sightings we have uh, I'm gonna go over now so in total there's about 10 sightings over the years which at the end I think there may have been an 11th very recently but even though the sightings are far and few this urban legend has left one hell of an impression and seems to wipe out small rural towns and people in its path I'll be talking about a few sightings of this creature and they're all very fairly short but definitely spooky. All right. It's the year's 1996. The first sighting of Siren Head took place in the Arizona desert in 1966. A family was on vacation looking at a graveyard. Why? I don't know. But that's when the wife noticed something rising out of one of the old cemeteries. It appeared to be an old telephone pole. Thinking that was strange... Sorry, thinking that it was a strange art piece. That's not what happens. She got out of the car to get a better look. That's when she heard the megaphone screech out. If you see anything, especially a telephone pole growing out of the ground in the middle of nowhere in Arizona, it's not an art exhibit. There's not art exhibits in Arizona, let alone in the middle of the desert. The thing, the thing about it is from growing up in Arizona, Arizona has some weird shit in the air. I don't know what it is. There's like extraterrestrial stuff going on. I don't, I can't explain it. But like, if something weird, if you're in Arizona and you're like, hmm, that's really weird. That's weird. Yeah. That's how you know it's mm -hmm. bad yeah. is when you question it <laughs> from your point of view. Yeah. Uh, so she heard once she saw it, got out of the car, wanted to go look at it. She heard the megaphone screech out, nine, eighteen, one, child, seventeen, remove, vile, run. Um, the couple took a picture of this creature <laughs> midday out in the old cemetery, and it turned to them buzzing. So they hear that, and they're like, "Let's snap a quick pic." So there was then a double voice screaming random words at her. It pointed it pointed and began to stride down Stop. the hill towards her, having the family get Stop. back in the car and drive away. And here is supposedly the picture from the cemetery. Stop it. There it is. Un-fucking acceptable. It's about 40 Unacceptable. feet Unacceptable. Right <laughs> I am so upset right now. Did they have a child? This is a family fucking vacation. Yeah, there were children in that car. And this mother had the audacity to be like, hmm, look at that peculiar art piece coming towards me, screaming and weird there, there may have been a lot of children, because I think that might be the numbers. 9, 18, 1. Oh, shut up. Child, oh my god. 17, 
So oh, that makes that's, sense. So I mean, hard. I'm not sure, but that's that's my assumption. Um, and then it says remove. Yeah, Ugh. remove Gross. vial. So he's Gross. there to kill them. Gross. Um, <laughs> so fast forward. Arizona's not on our list if we do tour. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. My heart can't. Oh, sorry. Okay, I just need a second. I want to drink some water. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Okay. So, fast forward a few years. You know, technology's come a long way since the 60s. The year is 1990. So, a park ranger in Kings National Park found a man clinging to a sequoia tree branch 20 feet off the ground who didn't seem to respond to any of his commands. When rescue operations went underway, the man was discovered to be dead with many of the tissue in his face and the eardrums have been somehow... Eardrums and eyes have all been ruptured. Um, in 1992, a drifter claimed to have seen something as tall as a telephone pole striding through the trees near New Hope, Pennsylvania. She said that the head resembled a telephone pole with speakers hanging off it and it sang like an old song on the radio. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I am sorry. We're just going to walk right past uh, that to... National Park Forest Ranger that stumbled upon death. You know, just a, just another day in Kings Canyon National Park. And uh, Kings Canyon National Park is like... It's California, kind of near, like, uh, a little south of Yosemite, near the Sequoia National Forest. Um, so not, not too far from, from me, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> so, fast forward to 1995, the year I was born. Seen a pattern. The second side... Are you older? Wait. 95. When was I born? I don't know. Wait, I'm I'm 26. Me too. 1995. Oh my god, we're both. Oh my god, it's almost like we went to school at the same time (laughs) and graduated at the same time. But it was college. (laughs) It was college. Okay, first of all, I had like boys in my health class hitting me up that were like in their 30s. Okay, I was like 18. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wow. Ryan, we're the same. I, I learned so much about, about you on this podcast. I'm so <laughs> glad. Our friendship is always growing. <laughs> That's such a joke. <laughs> so, anyway, 1995. Born. Um, the next sighting of this cryptid takes place in the woods of Tanyard Creek in July 1995. Chad Gawecki and his friends were hiking through the woods when a few fell behind and the group got separated they figured they would catch up soon enough but it wasn't long until they heard the separated group call out for help chad and his friends started heading back to search for them but that's when everything went fuzzy chad says he saw a siren a humanoid creature as tall as the trees and it was mimicking the voices of them crying out for help the rest of the group fled in panic and the creature took giant strides through the trees and grabbed the rest of chad's friends Chad was the only one to make it out with a few injuries and doesn't know if his friends all died or were just murdered. Regardless, this spooky encounter continues to haunt him, understandably. 
that's enough outdoors today yeah and the rest of my life i okay first amazing rule of thumb never split the party never split the party that's rule one so Someone always dies. Yep. Some people aren't playing magical games with their friends for four hours once a week. Yeah, and it shows. <laughs> and it shows. If you want a quest in a forest, just get a party Stay of four people. Together. Yes. Stay together in your house, bring some snacks, and then play a magical game. <laughs> because this is the consequences of going outside. Yeah. And uh, Tanyard Creek is in Arkansas, so we're all over the map. We have California, Arkansas, and Arizona. So there's not a specific region so far. Um, so that's the end of... Oh, no, sorry. There's one more sighting. Um, this is supposedly the most recent sighting. Uh, there's not a year... But he appears to has evolved and gotten stronger. What so, the <laughs> fuck is that? I, I am. I have never listened. Yeah. Physically uncomfortable right now. Uh, so this is the final sighting and supposedly most recent one. And Trevor posted this picture and believes this is a new type of siren head that has not too but five sirens on his neck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you may be thinking, oh, this is the final sighting um, because it's the end of Trevor's accounts. But, time for my conspiracy. Do you remember... In twenty late late twenty nineteen, I believe it was July or September, um, in Hawaii, the nuclear alarm supposedly went off on an island and made everyone go take cover. And the government was like, "Oh my bad, we accidentally set off a nuclear alarm." I think that they're not going to accidentally set off a nuclear alarm. <gasps> I'm Shut thinking up. it was Siren Head. He got to Hawaii somehow, and he was trying to get people to like go take cover so he could hunt the people he didn't take. Cover. I hate it. So I hate it. And then, of course, the government not wanting to panic people, you know, they just say, "Oh, you set off the nuclear alarm on accident." Shut up! I hate this. I hate everything it all you're saying because it all lines up. <laughs> it all lines up. <laughs> it checks out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and that was 2019. It would not I be the weirdest thing to happen that year. <laughs> because I can't find fault in yeah. it. <laughs> Some unexpected, non uh, non Trevor related siren head lore. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> So that, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the stories. There's not a whole lot because they're all created by, uh, well, created or actual by this Trevor guy. Um, and he's pretty much the key to all of this, which I think is very interesting. He, he does um, some, like, amazing spooky stuff. Like, it, it's yeah. just, it's cool to see how people can create characters and how 
as it's adopted and it's changed or ideas of it's transformed and a lot of people like believe like him and siren head and a lot of his creatures come into like fruition because he writes it and then people talk about it and like manifestation and shit and I was like, everyone's talking about it, it's got to be real. Yeah, oh. It's a lot of manifestation. Well, he's not going to do any vacate of Hawaii anytime soon. That's all that yeah, told me. Uh, I'm going next year, but I'm going <laughs> to bring some earplugs just in case. Yeah, <laughs> bring, bring some earplugs. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into the Lorraine alignment chart. But before we do that, <laughs> we, we have a few little announcements for all of you guys, all you, all you folks, all you lasses and lads and mateys. Mateys is gender neutral, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's so. mateys. All all ye mateys, all ye hearties. There we go. All ye mateys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, the first one is: Did you guys know we have a newsletter? What? And did you know it's free to sign up? It's a great way. So our newsletter is a great way to stay up to date with what's going on in the Lorian podcast world. We only send like one, maybe two a month. So you aren't getting spammed in your yeah. inbox. <laughs> we, we too hate email spam. We understand. We keep it. We keep it to a minimum, and, and it's only only good stuff. Yep, and it, it will it'll be like all of our episodes from that month. We'll have like a little feature here and there, just like mm. any major news. You get it once a month, easy, simple, right there. And you can sign up for it by going to alluring.com. Just scroll to the bottom of the homepage. There's a little form that says sign up for our newsletter, and bam, connected to the world of alluring. And it's great if you don't like social media. It's that easy, folks. Bam. And we, we won't spam you because I hate that. And Ryan hates that. We're not going to put you through that. Mm-hmm. So, as some of you may recall, the government shut down our episode <laughs> last week. Kimmy thinks it was a bit glitchy. I disagree. But either way, we wanted to remind. So, first off, we wanted to apologize. Secondly, let's get to the good stuff. Check out our podcast merch shop, people. Mm-hmm. Because if we're going to get shut down by the government, we're going to need some funding. <laughs> uh, we have some special Krampus stuff right now. The Krampus sweater is amazing. And who doesn't want to like spread Krampus during holidays when all of your relatives are wearing their Santa gear? And it's kind of um, cute. So check that out. It is very cute. I ordered one. It's on the way. It's in the mail. Um, What's that cute goat thing with the tongue? Exactly. <laughs> You're yeah. like, oh, would you like one? Yeah. You're like, Don't worry, Grandma. It's not a demon technically. <laughs> um, he helps Santa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's kind of a chill guy. So check that out by visiting alluring.com slash shop or click the link in the show notes. Um, and remember, if you're a supporter on Patreon, you get a discount code. So check that out on all of our shop merch, including the Krampus sweater. Uh, feel free to message us if you have any questions about it or are running into issues. Please and thank you. Reminder, because a lot of it got <laughs> cut out. We have a P.O. Box. Our P.O. Box well, address. That on. Yeah. <laughs> our P.O. <laughs> box address is written on our website at alorian.com. So check it out. We would love it if we could use it more. So if you have fan mail, 
artwork you'd like to share or would just like to send something to us, which is me, Ryan, my pet, Luma, the little bunny, Ryan's dog, Pablo, right there. He's just out of frame. He's right here. There he is. And, like, because we're, that's, that's the Loring gang. We would, we would super appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a letter that says, you rock. That's it. That's all we need to keep keep going. Maybe we'll send something back. Maybe. Maybe one of the many cryptid stickers that I have in that'd my be, position. That'd be, that'd be, pretty, be pretty wild. And listen, <laughs> if you send us fan mail, I will probably cry tears of joy. Yeah. <laughs> I may got I may have a Capricorn moon, but you guys, I'm a soft, squishy Pisces, so it super means a lot. So send us some stuff. And again, you can find that on our website. I I'm not going to say it because I don't want to accidentally put two twos in it and mess <laughs> it up. So check it out. Because uh, how do Tauruses react to fan mail? Tauruses love Tor- So Ryan's a Taurus, and he loves Taurus. fan mail. I think it's true. I get sun and rising confused, but I think it's my rising is Taurus and my sun oh. is Pisces. I actually have a lot of Earth in me. I did not know people had more than one. We got to do a full episode on this sometime. We'll we'll do. I'm very, I'm very ignorant to the whole. It's not ignorant. Sun sign thing. Well, like no, I just don't know. Like I. Listen, we'll we'll um, do a special and we'll look at your birth chart. You just need to know like your main three. I like that. Let's get back to yeah. Let's get back to this absolute nightmare fuel. This is gonna shock some people we agreed we completely <laughs> the agreed first everybody. time in a loring history You're, yeah it's only moved so you can see my emoji right there too yeah yeah that's the only reason they're not completely <laughs> on top of each other a uh, pure chaotic evil i feel like no explanation is needed absolute on this one. demon absolute nightmare <laughs> yeah he hunts. I mean, the fact that he hunts for sport says all you got to say. Like he's just out here murdering yeah, people. Um, <laughs> I I don't have any other reasons. No, that's that's <laughs> the thing. That's why this episode is a little bit more straightforward because he's not hot. So I can't I can't exactly. put him anywhere yeah. else. Like he, he he. You couldn't put him lawfully lawful good. Even if you like, put. I don't know though. In that last stop, picture, he's no. kind of good. Mm-hmm. He's I, been that's he's been the hitting worst. the gym. He's been he's been putting on some muscle. He gained. He three looks signs. like a skater boy that says, "I don't date girls over 150 pounds," <laughs> <laughs> and it has like these twig lips. Okay, <laughs> so absolutely, you're right. Not that's the worst part of that one. <laughs> So I will not go back to that. That's a negative Ghost Rider. I hate everything about it. Well, at least we can agree on one of these. Wow. It's nice. Yeah. It's finally finally happened. happened. Wait till our next episode. (laughs) So what's our our takeaways? Damn, I just hate everything about this. I think a good takeaway is always carry an apple to offer Longhorn. (laughs) Always carrying it, yeah. If your man's not 40 <laughs> feet tall, 
drop drop him. If he's not forty foot tall, drop him. Perfect. Oh, drop him. Wow, thanks. All right. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Always carry an apple if your man's forty under forty Done. foot. Drop him. <laughs> thanks so much for listening, All everyone. Right. This has been alluring. You have an alluring day, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.